Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, we're on. We're on. Right. Apologies for the delay. We have no producer this evening. So Omar and myself have been left in charge of trying to produce and do a show, which anyone who knows me will know that's an impossible task. But I think we've managed to do it. So no fancy intro or anything like that. We weren't due to do a show tonight, but because Villa won and played so well, we wanted to get something out. So welcome to the Villa View. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by Omar for this post-match pint in association with Purity Ale. If you use the code hashtag Villa View, you'll get 10% off everything purity had to offer as an extra sweetener actually the comment that i like the best on youtube this week i will get purity to send something out to you if purity won't do it for me i'll pay for it myself but yeah best comment this week will get something from purity i'll make sure that happens omar wow i mean how we felt last night doing a show was thank God not how the players were feeling at two o'clock today because the players and the coaching staff, everyone deserves a huge amount of credit today because it was an exceptional performance by Aston Villa. And I can't remember too many times where I've sat at Villa Park after 15 minutes and watched Villa be 3-0 up and just really been impressed and loving what I've been seeing. I mean, the bar's been low in recent weeks, but even, you know, despite that, I think even if things have been decent recently, that was still an exceptional performance. Yeah, I've got two words for you, Dan. Double pivot. Double pivot. And, you know, I put a tweet out earlier and I said the fans have been saying this for a long, long time. Sometimes the fans do know what the club needs. Everyone has been saying that 4-2-3, well, not everyone. A lot of people have been saying that 4-2-3-1 would bring the best out of our attacking talent. And today, just having that platform, I've got to give Den Donker a huge amount of credit. I thought Louise was absolutely brilliant as well. Just having those two as defensive midfielders, allowing the attacking players to do their thing. And boy, did the attacking players do their thing today. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. And I, I put a tweet, a similar tweet saying, you know, the average Villa fan knows a lot more than the average pundit. And uh, the point I was making yesterday, you know, we see... Oh, our not, not, all pun, not all pundits, though, Omar. Not all pundits, but the average pundit. The average pundit. 
and we'll come on to Ambrose in a second, I'm sure. Um, but um, just, I think we see our club day in, day out. We've seen what's going wrong. We see what the strengths lie on this team and the players that we've got. And the fact that I saw Matt Mayo's tweet, and this is the first time that Bundy, uh, Bailey and Ings have all started a game since they signed. Yeah, Matty versus the world tweeted me today. Yeah. Half time is a really good tweet, and he, he called them the Grealish three, which I thought was quite, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. And it, it says the first time they've all started together, but it's the first time we've seen what they all can do. But they're playing a coherent system, which helps so much. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, and uh, the system's so important. Uh, the system today allowed us to get the best out of all the players, uh, both in an attacking sense, but also in terms of how we control that game. And, Bre- and Brentford are no worries. You know, people say Brentford were awful, but we made them awful today. They're, you know, they're not far off. It was only a few few days ago or a week ago, whenever it was, that they drew with Chelsea and, and, and yeah. they've been in decent form. And they're a difficult, difficult team to play against and they make it hard for you. They're a very physical team. But we matched them. The aggression, the intensity, the pace that we played the game with, I think that was the big thing for me, uh, both off the ball and with the ball. Minute you know, one. Minute one. You know, we moved the ball quickly in defence. Uh, we moved the ball quickly. You know, it was two touches rather than three, four dilly-dallying touches. Uh, that we, you know, I don't know what happened there. I've, I've managed to get us back, which I'm absolutely flabbergasted at. Go on, what a yeah. producer. What happened? I don't know what happened if we, we both disappeared off the screen. We were missing like uh, Villa have for about the last 12 months. Um, the worst thing there was I'd literally just been t- sent a text by, someone, by Adam in the WhatsApp group saying it's all okay. And then I said still. <laughs> and then as I said, typed still on my phone, it went. Oh, just don't press any buttons, mate. All right? Just don't press any buttons. <laughs> me pressing buttons is what's got us back. Yeah, fair play, fair play. No, yeah, just just the intensity pace, and, and I think um, it's it's interesting, isn't it? The fact that Danks has come in for one match and has ripped up the ripped up all the taxes that have been in the past, and the sort of the strategy that we've had under Gerard, and, and um, it makes me wonder, you know, what was going on behind the scenes in terms of um, whether the players agreed with what was going on, whether they, the whole coaching staff were on song and, and seen even saying him she. Um, and the fact the players put in that performance, um, you never know, do you? You can, you can read too much into it and go, well, you know, the players are not playing for Joe or whatever, and, uh, you know, or, or why, you know, Ambrose's comments around their discretion, why didn't they put this performance in before? But I think, I personally I, I think it's one of those where our adversity, as we talked about yesterday, something good can come. Um, you know, we saw Kevin McDonald when he was in charge against that you know, empty game we talked about you know, years ago. I think it's a similar thing. The players, you could see the, the pre-match huddle with Martinez leading it. You could see they were really, really up for this game and they wanted to put in performance for the fans. And Ings made his comments after the game as well about how important fans are and how much we don't realise how important we are at home, especially which, you know, at Villa Park can be a difficult place for, for, the, for the players, I think, at times. Uh, not that we've had much to shout about recently anyway, but I just think the, the, the players led that today. It wasn't the fans, it wasn't the fans, you know, I don't think the fans were as loud as they, they can be from minute one, but I think the players, the intensity of the show from minute one was a big, big factor. And, and then we're all singing for the same hymn sheet as well, which I think is I think is massive. And, and it's such an important win, isn't it? I think it could be a turning point for us. Uh, I know it's only one game, but I don't know what you think. But I think it could be a massive, massive three points for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm having some issues with your audio, which is it's suddenly got a bit crackly. I don't know whether everyone else is hearing that. I'm trying to peruse the live chat. Well, yeah, yours is, is crackling. Someone could let me know in the chat whether my mic is crackling as well or whether it's just Omar. That would be fantastic. 
So please, do, as I say, we, we were just desperate to do something tonight because we didn't have a producer and we weren't planned. People are turning off because of because of the sound. I'm not sure what we do here. Uh, my mind's fine, apparently. So maybe I just crackly. yeah, yours is crackling. Maybe I just talk and you just fire yeah. fire a few fire questions at me instead. I think that might yeah, be yeah. What, what what we have to do here because as I say, we just wanted to get something out tonight and. Me producing is a car crash. I do not know what to do. But yeah, um, have you feel what if you want to ask me any questions, feel free to do that. Yeah, I mean, how are you feeling going into the game looking at that starting lineup? Pleased. I think I tweeted before the game that I thought, you know, I thought Aaron Dank showed an awful lot of strength even pre-game before before the game kicked off. I put a tweet out saying it's a strong selection, you know, changing system. Dropping two big players who've played pretty much every week and under the previous manager, you know, he's made two massive calls there before the game. I think the, the switch of system, I was delighted to see because I've been one of those people that said this 4-2-3-1 just suits this team a lot better. But I have to give Danks huge credit because I would never in a million of years have played Watkins on the right and Bailey on the left. But he almost, it was almost like, it's so simple, but yet it, yet it was so effective because teams don't play with left-footed left-wingers and right-footed right-sided players now. They, they just don't do it. It's all about this cutting in. But Villa have been a team that's lacked so much width over over the last 12 months. It, you know, all good teams have width. Look at Man City. They've, they've got width. Liverpool, when they've been good, they've got width and they've got pace. And on the flanks today, Villa had both of those things. They made that Villa Park pitch, which is a big pitch anyway, they made that pitch big and just the selection of Louise and Dendonka in central midfield allows those players to do what they're good at. It allows them to come forward and straight away, you know, you can see, see, see a difference. I mean, Austin McPhee's been taking an awful lot of stick in recent weeks as well. I think it's a bit weak to pick on pick on the set piece. Did you, see, did, you see the play, did you see the players celebrate with him? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're going to concede goals from set pieces. And when you do, it's very easy to point the finger and say, well, what's the set-piece coach doing? But Villa, it feels like since McPhee has been there, have been relatively decent from set-pieces, although I would like to see our centre-backs sc- score more goals. You know, Louise again nearly scored from a corner today, but that first goal was so well worked, such a good move. You could see they'd worked, at the, worked on that in the in the training ground. It was just it was just such a nice move, such a goal. You could see Bailey was on was on his own in the edge of on the edge of the area. He's made a clever run. There's been clever movement in front of him. The weight of pass to him from uh, I think it was Louise was absolutely perfect. And Bailey smashed it home. Yeah, straight away. It's an ideal start for Villa, but already as well, things that they've worked on for probably one day. I'm imagining in training yesterday comes to fruition almost immediately. And it was it was just such a good goal. Probably one of my one of my favourite goals we've scored in in recent years. And the relief, then the pressure is lifted from the players. It's lifted from the coaching staff. It's lifted from the fans as well. Because whatever happened to that, Villa needed to get three points. We were in massive, massive trouble. We've we've moved up the league now, but to be three goals up after after fifteen minutes and having all your attacking players involved and, and and looking dangerous. Second goal, lovely, lovely move as well. And Ings doing what we know he can do. Third goal, pet penalty. You know, it was a penalty in my opinion. They don't always yeah. get given them yeah. ones, but it was a penalty. And then finished off in the second half by Watkins scoring a goal. You know, a few weeks ago, even if he'd have had those three chances in one, he wouldn't have scored. But today, just everything's went in Villa's direction. But they deserved them to go in the direction because of the way they played. They made things happen. There was tempo. You know, Villa were winning second ball today, which they never do. Villa players would lose the ball today and work and get back in and win the ball. Back Buendir and Louise, in particular, did it countless times. And I didn't think it was Buendir's best game going forward today. But my God, he worked hard. 
in that number yeah. 10 role and, and made and did, did make things happen and was very, very busy and was part of the success. And everyone played well today. Mings and Conta, when they needed to, dealt with things. Ashley Young was great. Uh, left back Martinez came and got things when he needed to. And Brentford are a decent team. But Villa have, Villa have made them look poor today with, 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 with a really, really strong performance. And it was just... The whole day was just a great day. I don't know whether your audio is back now after I've gone on a month. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that better? Can you hear me? No, better? it's still not. It's still not great, but I think it's a, a bit better than what, it was. What do you, you make of Bailey? Um, his sort of Jekyll and Hyde performance from what we saw against Fulham and now against uh, Brentford. Looks happier on the on the left wing. He, again, I think his best football in his career has come from the, from the right wing. Like I say, I would have never have decided to have done that today had, had mm. I been a football manager and Dang's, Danks and the coaches have deserved huge credit for... for for lining the side up like that because width has been a huge, huge problem. He just gained confidence. I feel it was a bit like the Man City, you know, he scored in the Man City game and then after that, he, he picked up a bit of confidence and was very, very lively. He got himself off to a good start and was involved in everything good that Villa did today. You know, as soon as he's got a goal, he's picked up an assist a couple of minutes later as well with a lovely weighted pass to, to Danny Ings for that goal. He was just involved in, in all that Villa did good today and it, it does show you that, you know, I don't think the shackles were unnecessarily under Gerrard. But the way he wanted us to play was quite a slow build-up. It was about having the two number tens off the, off the striker largely, and the mid and the midfielders, central midfielders, weren't really allowed to do what they needed to do in that kind of system. There was too much on the fullbacks, and we didn't manage to to, to make enough happen with that tactic today. Straight away, it, you know, I thought Den Donker was brilliant, mm. really, really good. He's looked a bit awkward in a couple of his cameos so far, but he started that game and he just looked like what Villa have been missing over the last few years. Just a bit of size, a bit of presence, just positioning himself intelligently, getting in the way, basically, and then laying the ball off to other players to, to do their thing. And, and that worked, worked really well. I thought Louise next to him, because of how, how secure Den Donker was, even though he was playing as a number six, he was free to do the things that he's good at as a number six. You know, I thought he was tenacious off the ball anyway, Dougie, today. Was yeah. he just moving the ball through midfield into, into those front players quicker? And that's what we've been calling for. And that's why it's been so annoying this week on everything I've been on. You know, people are saying the Villa fans have been unrealistic. Gerard should have had should have had more time. They should have got behind him. There wasn't really anything to get behind. Straight away today you've had a coach come in who's never managed a Premier League game or a football match in his life. And the players suddenly looked well coached, well drilled, knew what they were doing. Simple instructions. Football's a simple game at times. Not always your best players make the best team. And I think that's what showed today. Ramsey and McGinn would probably be in most people's eleven. But today that that perhaps that didn't make the best team, and the best team for today didn't include all of the best players. If that makes sense, that's what I think. And anyway, it just looked a lot more fluid, and we looked dangerous every time we came forward. In particular, that first half. Where do you think this leaves McGinn going forward now? After everything I've just said, I still think if you'd have put McGinn in that team, perhaps next to Dendonka today, or or next to to Louise, I think he would have just done better in that system. I'm mm. not saying he should have played, but I'm saying if he'd been in that team that knew what they were doing. And lined up in a four-two-three-one, where the attacking players are the ones that do the attacking. Who knew that that would work? I think he would have been better. And you know, I've seen a few people criticise him a little bit when he came on. He wasn't bad when he came on. So yeah, he gave the ball away a few a few, a few times. But you know, we we took our foot off the gas really. That the game was won, but he was still tenacious in trying to get it back when he lost the ball. And that's all you all you want from your players. If you lose the ball, try and get it back. And just yeah, it was like we were pressing today. I don't think I've ever seen a Villa team press like that before. No. I, was, I, was, I was impressed with that. If you lose, it was like if you lost the ball, you had to get it back within five seconds. And if you don't, you regroup. That's how, that's how good teams play. And that's what Villa did to that. We need to change positions as well. I don't know if you thought that as well going forward in terms of the, the wingers and the striker. 
Um, they were picking up play, picking up um, space all over the shop. So Watkins was some, sometimes coming central, Ings was come, pulling out to the right. And likewise, when they were, as you talk about pressing, you know, the, you know there was there was time when Dendonka was the highest press pressing player um, at times, and and Ings would drop back, uh, which I thought was something we haven't really seen from Villa at all in terms of the shape. Yeah, too rigid before. Everything we were doing under Gerard was was too rigid. You know, the plan was fullbacks come forward, central midfielders pull wide and cover off cover off the fullback while the while the fullback goes, and that that was what they did. Today was was fluid. Players were allowed off the leash a little bit, and again another I think lazy thing that's been said in the media this week, and the, obviously the Darren Ambrose thing that you mentioned earlier, saying oh, players are a disgrace basically because they've they've played for the new manager today and won four 0 but they weren't playing for Gerard. No, that's not what happened. I think m- m- many of us have said, or some people would disagree with this, but I've said certainly, and I think you have as well. I thought the players are there. I don't think they're bad players. I think Villa have got a decent squad. I think there's, yeah. there's bits that you could improve, mm. but largely there's a de- there's a decent squad at Villa that should be that should push in the top half of the table. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. That's a top ten squad. In my opinion, today they played like one. Mate, we've never beat Brentford. No. All those times in the Championship and in the Premier That's League. Really... And then today, That's... our caretaker yeah. manager, mm. you know, days prep under a caretaker manager, and we blow them out of the water and win the game 4 0. You know, today mm. was a good day to be a Villa fan. It's so refreshing to be there and smile and laughing and joking with the people sat next to me and everyone just as a, as, as a feel good because. We haven't had days like that of, of the last 12 to, to 18 months. It's been, hard. it's been hard work. I always said after lockdown, I'm just going to, I've missed going so, so much. And we had some good games, to be fair, in the, in the time that we weren't there. But I thought, I'm just going to embrace being back. I'm just going to make sure whatever happens, I enjoy it. Last season was tough. Start yeah. of this season is tough. I've not enjoyed it at all. But today, I enjoyed it. I remember. I remembered that you know going to watch your football team play should be fun, and I thank Aaron Danks and the coaching staff for that today because it mm. was fun. Mm. And, he, and I know he's a Blues fan. So it's probably the closest Blues are going to get to winning a Villa Park. But he seems to get the Villa fans. He says he's a local lad. He understands what Villa are all about. He understands the club. And I'm not saying he's obviously you know he's not a Villa fan or anything like that. But again, you, I feel I feel a connection to Danks more so than I ever did with Gerard. Um, yes. But Danks is a club appointment as well. You know, the club have hired Aaron Danks. If Aaron Danks wasn't a club appointment, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, this is speculation on my behalf. I'm imagining, imagining even, that Gerard may not have wanted Danks, Cutler and McPhee, mm. but he was told these, are, these, are, these were club appointments. They're staying. And remember, Gerard had a lot of staff. Yeah. That was the most telling thing for me today is that Aaron Danks is supposed to be Villa's attack, attacking coach. He's been he's managed he's managed one game in replacement of Steven Gerrard. And I've seen Villa look bright and vibrant going forward in the formation that I felt that we should have been playing for for a long, long time now. Aaron Danks has identified that within one game as the attacking coach. So it tells me that he either wasn't allowed to have a voice or he, the ideas of the coaching staff that maybe weren't Gerrard's were being ignored. Because that's a no but that's a no Villa have executed it very well today. But that change is an absolute no brainer in my opinion, to that, to that formation. It made so much sense. And like I said, the wingers thing I never would have done in, in a no. million years. But, and it might not be something that works long term, but it maybe took Brentford by surprise today and it, and, it, and it worked. And Villa just, for the first time in a long time, you felt like there's some pace in the side and every good team has width. Every they good team quick. has pace. They looked quick. Yeah, for, exactly. No, I don't know he's quick. I feel I feel so bad because I was so happy when we signed him. I absolutely loved him at uh, Leverkusen, and I'm you know, really really happy we signed him. And I've been critical of him a lot over the last couple of weeks. 
um, because I think he's been poor. But the fact that he was able to play out wide and that second goal, I think, was key where he, you know, we made the pitch massive because our wingers stayed wide and then he, and he made that really clever run inside for actually able to find him. You know, I, I just haven't seen Bailey do that or Villa do that in a long, long time. And it was such a clever play um, and, and good wing play, which, again, we haven't really seen for a long, long time. And it was just really good to see Bailey happy, you know, up for it. You see the way he was celebrating the goals. Um, and just all around, I think, you know, if we are going to do anything, these players are so Those great players are so important to us moving forward. We've got to find a way to, to fit him, fit them all in. As much as possible, uh, and I think yeah, he that's, did what, that that's what he's done, isn't it? That's what he's done. Yeah. You know, use of use of subs as well. I think that's the first time Villa have had five subs this season, unless unless I'm mistaken. You know, McGinn, McGinn can't. Then Donker hasn't played ninety minutes yet for Villa, so he's probably always going to have to come up. You know, McGinn's come in, put in a shift and worked hard when he's come. That was the thing. The whole team worked hard yeah. for ninety minutes as well. I think you could play Ramsey as an attacking in one of the attacking four positions in in that team. Easy, He'd yeah. look good. He'd drive with the ball and be fast. He came on, you know, Chambers, who's been completely disregarded, bizarrely, came on. The game was won. Archer got got a little cameo. And, you know, Coutinho came on and got minutes. Away. You know, using your subs as well, killing the game a little bit when you need to. I've three and a half time, absolutely buzzing, but still in the back of my head thinking, this is Villa. You've been burned before. <laughs> you've been, you've, you've been really burned before. There's every chance in 45 minutes time you can come out of the ground well, upset. Oh, we actually going to beat Brentford once? Yeah, and when the fourth goal went in, you think, yes, even now, I've, even for the first time ever in a game, it feels like I feel, I feel safe. Yeah. Uh, well, on, like... on, the, on the fourth goal, Watkins, by the way, you know, obviously he's bat, it's such, been such a barren run um, and he took him three, three, three bites of the cherry. But it's so good to see him get that goal now, isn't it? Um, yeah, and you and can see the relief think... from him as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, the fact he celebrated it, players don't celebrate against, yeah. against their old team. I think yeah. he almost felt bad about it in the end, but I think just the relief and the frustration that it must have been pent up inside him in recent ways just all came out mm. in, hitting, in hitting the ball, into, into whacking the ball in the back of the net. And it all came out during the celebration for Riley Watkins. You know, he did go in. I don't know what the reason was. I, I think it might have been, there might have been a young Brentford fan that, that he knows would have in the crowd, perhaps. that's Again, that's me speculating, but Watkins went in the, into, the, into the Brentford fans at, at the end to, to speak to them. You know, it probably felt bad about, against celebrating, but you shouldn't feel bad for celebrating scoring a goal. He has the best feeling in yeah, football. Yeah. And, he was a relieved man today. I think, you know, yeah. someone else who's probably a relieved man today is Christian Persler. Because I think if that game had gone badly, he'd have got it today from the Villa fans, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I stand by again that Persler's done an awful lot of good for this football club. But the 12, in the last 12 months, there's been some some bad decisions. But I think if this today had gone badly, I think Christian Persler would have come under stick from the whole end, come under stick from the crowd at, at Villa Park. And he, and he wouldn't have liked that one bit. But Aaron Danks is, you know, he should be getting a pay rise. He's a... Uh, He's relieved that he's relieved that pressure to today. We yeah. were there last night doing that podcast, and I felt grim when I went to bed. I was just yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah I did the same." I, was, I, I felt flat. I've, ne- I've never done a podcast like that, like that. No, normally, uh, and felt that negative. And even then, you know, I was saying I thought we'd win today, and I still, I was still was positive in, in terms of thinking that we had a good enough players. But even then, I had this overriding feeling that you know things just went right, and it's weird how a win could change that. And I'm not saying it's everything's right behind the scenes or. You know, there's still not a lot of work to do, but oh, I think yeah, what they've what they've shown is we've got the players. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got the personnel to to do well in this league if we manage to find the right strategy and right tactics, right formation, etc. And what what today has done as well, which I think is is a big thing. I mean, by the way, before I go into the next point, I was going to make, a lot of people come up to me before the game, so you've proper depressed me 
last night, Dan, and that, that isn't me. I'm not usually negative. Uh, negative. No, I, I, can, I can be critical, but I'm, I'm not yeah. usually negative, but I was really worried about today and worried about the direction that the club club was heading in. But today I feel like a massive weight's been lifted off my shoulders and I sound like Jolie and Les got there, so probably a little, little bit less of, of that kind of chat. But if a, if a manager was thinking, I don't know whether I want to go there, I think they could be relegation for the Villa. They could be in trouble. I'm not sure they've got the players, at least. The one thing that Aaron Danks and his coaching staff have done today, I think they've shown that if they've given the right platform, <coughs> I think I believe the players were today, these aren't bad players. These are players that can go out and follow instruction and can go out and win a football match comfortably. And um, you know, my choice is still Poch. That would be who I would like to come in. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, but it I look, think looks that, like that the would um, be who I would like. manager might be the one. because Yeah, Dolan was saying to me earlier, Dolan was saying. But you know what? I watched that team today. This is going to sound proper hyperbolic and I don't mean it to at all. But the way we played today in pressing the 4 2 3 one was a bit like a Poch side. It wasn't a million miles. It wasn't a million miles away from it, was it? You remember his no. team at Spurs? It was no, yeah, definitely. The way we yeah. played was quite reminiscent of that today. I thought. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think um, I, I just don't understand how we could be so, so different. And it has to be the manager. It has to be the manager. Was the only the thing that wasn't staff. there, that manager and his coaching staff were the only thing. That's the change, is isn't that, it? That was yeah, the change yeah. and the system. It, it's not, and, and no, Jared never come out and said, you know, I told him to press and they weren't pressing or anything like that. Which I remember Smith saying a couple of times before. Yeah, he doesn't um, say we needed to press better. He was always, we need more magic. Yeah. And as my, exactly. my old man says, exactly. my old man exactly. said, says, they're not magicians, they're footballers. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. And, you, and you see today, you know, they've all got ability, but you need you need to have a cohesive uh, plan in place to get the best out of players, no matter how good they are. Um, yeah. You know, it's not nice football, you, especially this day and age, against the team. It's, you know, you're playing against really good quality. You know, Brentford, who only got two or three years in the league, are you know probably not even that they're like a year and a bit into the league a year and a bit yeah exactly a year and a bit actually yeah you're right um you know probably a mid-table side now and they've got a lot of quality still and they built that really quickly um and, and likewise across the league so you've got to be on it every game you have to have a plan you have to have a working strategy it won't work all the time um of course not but at least we know we've got a plan that works and, and it's so obvious to all of us we've been saying it for weeks um i'm just shocked it's taken this long i'm shocked that Gerard can see it before, to be honest. Yeah, my final thought before we go is that you know, when West Ham had that good season a few years ago, the big thing there was that they played a formation, and again, it was 4 2 3 1, funnily enough. That, you know, they nearly broke in, in and around the top four. They weren't far off West Ham. But they played two defensive midfielders in Suchek and Rice that protected the back four and it gave the attacking players a platform. And mm. that's exactly what happened to Villa today. Exactly yeah. the same. Then Donker and Louise, not a million miles away from Suchek and Rice. In, in all honesty, you see some of Dougie's yeah. technique today. Quite, quite, Declan Rice is the same. Very, very good technique. And Suchek's obviously a, a big boy in the midfield. Same with Den Donker. But Louise and Den, Louise and Den Donker today gave a platform to the to the players in front of, it, of them and they protected the back four. The back four were rarely troubled today. They, but them two today, as number six, is equal man of the matches for me. And you know, it's harsh to, harsh to not say, like, Bailey's not man of the match. In fairness, and a lot of people have said Ashley Young was man of the match. But those two today in the midfield, it just it just made such a difference. It, it was yeah. such a good performance. They bossed that game. Bossed yeah, it. they did. And we've been waiting for a Villa midfield to boss a game mm. for, for a long time. So credit credit to him and credit to the whole team, credit to the to the, all everyone that was involved today because it was a good day at Villa Park. And there's not been enough, enough good days at Villa Park. And when this crowd's with you, I've heard many a player say this: "There's nowhere better to play football." And that's mm. what it was like today. 
the players gave the fans something to get behind from the get-go. And it shouldn't always be that way. But after how it's been recently, I think something like that was probably needed. And the fans gave it back as well. Fans were magnificent today, especially in that first half, attacking the whole end. It was a great atmosphere <laughs> in there today. Just a shame we've only got one game before the World Cup at home, haven't we? Yeah. Man. Yeah, but it's Man U, maybe finally. I'm going to get carried yeah. away, maybe finally. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, can yeah. undo that. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> and I look at different. Jekyll and Hyde, completely Jekyll different Hyde, person yeah. from last night. Completely, I, look, I look different. Yeah. As I say, I look like the way the world's been take, taken off my shoulders this evening. So, yeah, that'll do us tonight. Sorry for the, the audio issues. Yeah, as yeah. I say, so, we yeah, weren't I'm not, I'm not at home, so I don't have my mic. Yeah. So all it. over in different places of the country from what we normally are t- today as well, which probably hasn't helped. The server, I mean, I'm boring people to death here. There's a server that we use. It's at my house down south, and I'm not down south. I'm in Birmingham, and the internet's gone down in my home down south, so the server doesn't work. So we've had to try and bodge something together. Then we've got no producer. And I've got to say, to be fair, my producer performs arguably. Uh, I've done the same kind of job as Adam. There's been problems. I haven't rectified them. And yeah, I've been here, uh, the show's on it. I've done exactly the same job that, that Adam normally does. So do we even need a producer? I'm not. I'm not sure. We just need tech people. I don't need mm. a producer. I can do that. We just we just yeah. need tech people, Omar. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll try and get a show in with proper audio in the way with Omar and myself yeah. or something, so we can actually hear Omar's opinions rather than than just mine. But thank you for covering and filling and asking asking the questions there. At least we've got some kind of show out, which was the ambition this evening. So again, apologies for the audio issues, but I am going to make it up to everyone. Well, one person actually, not everyone. Whoever leaves my favourite comment in the YouTube comments or on Twitter or Facebook, however you are digesting this show. I will get Purity to send you out some goods as long as you are over 18, of course. So, yeah, we'll be back in the week for a show, maybe even a managerial update at some point. We'll see how the next few days go. We'll do some digging. Thanks to Omar. Thanks to the best producer we've ever had. And up the villa. Up the villa. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.